Hello and welcome to Not Your Every Show. This is Lydia. And I'm your host, Tishon. And we are back with another episode. Have a seat at our table. This is a safe space where any and everything can be and will be discussed. Today, we will be discussing some very um, interesting topics today. Um, Basically, the things that are in the news at the moment, breaking news, events, pertaining particularly to the black man and police brutality. First thing I would like to do, um, Tish and our listeners, I would like you guys to just join us in a moment of silence. We're going to take five seconds. Um, We're going to take five seconds for DMX. He is an American rapper. We didn't recognize him last week, but I did want to pay my respects to him. And then, of course, um, I definitely want to um, show my respects to Dante Wright, another black man killed by the hands of a police officer. All right. Thank you guys for that. I want to first just let you know if you haven't heard, or you guys probably already know, that April 11th, which was just a few days ago, Dante Wright was killed by a police officer. He's an African-American male, and the officer was a white female. Not that it matters, but um, just wanted to put it on record. Was a white female. Basically, his story, he was pulled over. It was a traffic stop, and he got, of it, he got out of his vehicle. The police officer noticed that he had warrants. And this is just a summary, you guys. You you already probably heard through the news, and you guys can definitely look it up yourself. But he got out the car, he got back into his car, and the officer shot him with a gun. Um, she basically is claiming that it was an accident, it was a mistake, that she well she didn't she didn't say this. This is what the police department is saying um, that it was a mistake. She thought she was grabbing for her gun, I mean, for a taser, but she really reached for a gun. Um, In the video, you can hear her saying, I'm getting ready to tase him or taser, something like that. And then you can see after she pulls the trigger, she says, oh, shit, I shot him or oh, shoot, I shot him, something of that nature. Um, She's basically being charged with second degree manslaughter, not murder or anything like that. Um, Her name is Kim Potter. And honestly, you guys, this is just really a truly sad and devastating story. Um, I'm honestly just getting tired of it. And at the beginning of my week, because Dante Wright was shot and killed on Sunday, that was the very first thing that I had to hear about on Monday morning. Um, And it was just it was just very devastating. Uh, we do have a few questions. I mean, just pertaining all of this. Um, basically, I mean, as I stated earlier, the police department or um, the city, and just coincidentally, this is the same city that George Floyd was uh, killed in. Also, so basically, Tish, I mean, do you do you can you honestly say, or do you feel? And this is just a pain. This is all opinions. I mean, she's quote unquote um, innocent to proven guilty. So we're just going to just give our opinion on what we think. 
But Tish, can you honestly say, this is the first question, that this was a mistake? And then second, she was charged with second degree manslaughter. Do you think she should have been charged with something uh, higher than that? Uh, like murder, first degree murder, second degree murder, something like that. And is that something that would make us feel better as a community? Um. Well, well to answer that, um, the innocent, I, to start, I do want to say the innocent till proven guilty. She admitted, she did it. There, She's guilty. She did the crime. She did commit manslaughter. Um, and I actually think that the crime and manslaughter fits the case because I think, and I'm pretty sure we discussed this whole charges on here before. In order for a murder charge, you would need to be premeditated. Manslaughter is like, I didn't set out to kill anybody. It was an accident. Right. You know, you got to pay for accidents. Even it, nobody ever means to get in a car accident, but that's why you have insurance. So I, I take manslaughter is like, like that sort of thing. Um, I think that. So you think it was a mistake? Oh, okay. So you think the charge fits the crime? Yeah, I think the because I, I, truthfully, even listening. Well, I didn't listen to it because I don't like to hear stuff like that. But I did read about it. So how you just described it, she was like, "Um, "I'm gonna tase you. I'm gonna tase you," and then you know ended up pulling out her her gun instead. I'm like, you know, that could have been a cover up. My thing is. Right. Um, when people make these sort of mistakes or at or a lapse in judgment, why is it that it only seems to happen when it's a black person? Like I could, right. I I know that there are white people out there that die at the hands of police officers as well. Um, but it's like, damn, like you you didn't mean to do what you did to a black person. It's like you're so afraid in the moment. And I used to say when I was a kid, right. like, they're so afraid of us. They're so afraid. And I feel like they're so afraid because of what their ancestors did. And it's and to me, that's crazy to say it like that. But that's how I feel. Like, right. why, why would y'all be so afraid when I know the type of craziness that went through y'all mind back in the day? Like, it's heavenly documented in, in all of our history. And we'll never forget it. And never forgive them fully for it. But how is it that y'all are so afraid of us? Like we we were never the ones that displayed the sort of aggressive and evil nature that they have displayed throughout history. So it's like I don't get it. Yeah, it, I mean, just her background though. Um, just if I was going to answer the question, I don't think it was a mistake. Uh, I think it was a cop out like you said it was something like yeah taser taser but I'm gonna grab this gun because whatever reason she grabbed it Uh, just looking at her experience she has 20 years over 20 years of experience Uh, she trained other officers on how to correctly shoot their weapons uh, or or their equipment whatever they call it Uh, but she has that and then if you look at most police department, their uh, workers, the, the police officers, the taser is on one side, which is the weaker hand, and the gun is on the right side or vice versa. Whichever your stronger hand or dominant hand, whichever like your shooting hand, uh, 
if you shoot better with your right, it's going to be on the right. If you shoot better with your left, it's going to be on your left. But your taser is always going to be on the opposite. And just from the records that I read, um, Minnesota follows the same thing. Like, they're always on the opposite side of each other. So I just find it very, very hard um, to believe that that was a mistake. I mean, it could be, but I don't I don't believe it. Um, as far as the charges, um, I think it should have been more charges and just let the let the jury like let all of the evidence. I mean, of course, she's going to be charged with this manslaughter part, but I think she should have been charged with um, other things. But she did resign. So that was that was a good one because, uh, you know, some officers don't resign, but. We definitely need to see how this play out. Um, as far as the second degree manslaughter, the maximum penalty for that is 10 years behind bars. And just from the reports and uh, other reporters, they are actually saying that that's most likely that she's most likely not going to get 10 years in prison. And it's just crazy that that, that could possibly be her max 10 years. I that's 10 years for that state that is crazy because my cousin went to prison for the exact same thing and Mm -hmm. he he was in jail from the time I was born to the time I turned 21 yep second degree manslaughter is maximum 10 years what's first degree then I'm not sure I would have to look it up I would have to look that up I just specifically looked up that and let me speak on that. When I went online and looked up officer that shot, those three words, Tish, tell me why officer that shot, it was nothing but black people names that came up. Like you would see officer that shot Breonna Taylor, officer that shot this black person, officer that shot George, um, not George Floyd, my apologies, but you just see like all of these black names like, and I'm like, dude, why is that the first like you just it was just a little traumatizing but you know that's neither here nor there it just kind of freaked me out seeing all of those names of african americans um show up just by typing those three words officer that shot it was just crazy but um at the end of the day go ahead Mm -hmm. You know the way you just said it though, like when you said the you don't know the difference. Well, now I had to I had to look that up because I'm like, uh, uh-uh, some we out here and and something's wrong with this whole scenario, and you would be right about that because I'm looking it up and it's like oh, first, second, third, they all they all have a a different level of intent. She needs the highest intent on the Correct. on the manslaughter charge, not exactly. the lowest. Yep, she needs the highest one. Um, just when you factor in her background, she's not a rookie. I mean, it's like, nah, no. That's like a doctor, and doctors make mistakes. Don't get it twisted. But if I find a pair of scissors inside of my stomach after you didn't gave me surgery, and you've been a doctor for 25 years, dude, you're not going to tell me that that's a mistake. <laughs> Like, it's no way you've been doing the same surgery for 25 years and you just happen to leave a pair of scissors inside of me. Nah, yeah. bro. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> so, no. But, 
you know, um, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely have to wait and see uh, what happens with this one. Uh, the 10 years, there's no amount of time um, when a loved one is taken. So with this situation, though, um, Tish, I want to kind of play the devil's advocate. You know, we have those group of people that say, well, if he would have complied, he would still be alive. What do you feel about mm, that? Mm, you know, I look at that statement like that is extremely subjective and subjective for the wrong reasons in the most for the most part. Like Fernando Castell did everything right. And would is he still alive today? No. But on the other yeah. hand, Kyle Rittenhouse, he complied. Perfectly alive, out on bail. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a, well, the guy who walked into a a black church and killed all them black people. They gave him an armed vest <laughs> to bring him outside. Like so, mm-hmm. I guess if you comply, they might go off and get you a large Happy Meal mm-hmm. at Burger King. Yep. yep, might take you to Burger King. Yep, get you the large Coke. <laughs> Because this is gonna be one of your last kind of free meals, right. so to speak. Like I guess, but it, it depends. You know, you right. I necessarily might not get away with that compliance. Right. I just I just may not. And then some people yeah. are like, well, that's why they don't comply. I'm like, mm, it's like right. a, a lose lose situation. Yep. Basically. Uh, at the beginning, I was kind of one of those where, I mean, and I, okay, so let me just say this. I do believe if you deal with the police, comply. You get pulled over, you don't agree with something, they tell you to get out the car, get out the car. I don't care for whatever reason they're telling you, if you don't agree with it, get out the car. I mean, with everything that's going on right now, comply as you said Tish there were people that complied and they still for some reason were still killed or shot or whatever you know but I am going to stand by that I do feel like black men black women if an officer tell you to do something just do it if it, if you feel like you're being treated unfairly if you feel like illegally something just something ain't right after you get done with him or her then you go ahead and file your, your civil suit or whatever you need to go file, you know, but I do believe in compl- um, complying. Like I said at the beginning, when you first started hearing about all these killings and I would watch the videos because I was big into watching the videos at the beginning. I don't so much watch them now because it's just it's just too much for me. But when I first would watch them, I'd be like, why didn't why didn't he just comply? Why didn't he just sit on the ground like the officer told him to why didn't he just get out the car or or why didn't he just sit down you know I was just like the most of the videos that I would see they was always like what do you want I didn't do anything wrong you know and I did have that in my head at first like look it don't matter if you did nothing wrong or not I know I know we have our rights and I know this is supposed to be a free country but it but you see that it's not I mean, it is, but it's not. So I always would be like, just comply. Like my brother right now, um, it'll be funny. We'll be driving in a car. He'll have a seat back. 
he chilling. He just like riding the car. He got his hat on. We just riding. He see a police officer or a car, a police car. He instantly raises his seat up, put both of his hands on the wheel, put, take his hat off. Not saying it is right, but he instantly gets into this. I don't want to be profiled or whatever behavior. I'm not saying it is right, but he knows if he get pulled over, he knows to comply. So it's it's just very uh, bittersweet with me. Um, now that I'm seeing everything that's going on, like you said, the ones that do comply, they still get, I mean, they're, they're still murdered, you know, or killed or uh, just treated, treated badly. Um, so I understand why people are saying comply, you won't have issues, but the world that we're living in now, you could do all of that and still get into all type of stuff with the police. Now, as far as this Dante Wright thing, uh, he, he had warrants and I remember some, somebody on Instagram posting, even if you are guilty, you don't have to die. You know, like it doesn't make it okay for you to get shot, even if you are guilty. Right. But I look at things like that. Also, if I'm pulled over and the police officer tell me I got warrants, I'm not turning back around and get back in my car. I already know what's getting ready to happen. Who wants to be tased? Even if he was going to just be tased, if they, if it would have went that way, who wants to be tased and yanked out the car and thrown on the ground? And I mean, who wants to go through that? So could it have been avoided? Possibly. He could still possibly be living right now. So I understand those people that say comply. Not saying that what she did was right. I mean, because that shit, like that, it was a mistake and all of that. Nah, I'm not going with that. But at the same time. What was his warrants for? It was it was misdemeanor weapon handling or something like that like something with the misuse of a weapon but it was misdemeanors I think that I think that to me is just um, a way of justification for those who kill people because I yeah because it was weapon like, charges we- weapon yeah, warrants like, it was weapon warrants yeah well I mean it's just to me even if the only thing that I feel like people could do that would uh that would justify them is if they were actively trying to kill you themselves like that that'd be the only right. thing that I feel like of course I would want my cousins because my cousins have to come home to me so if you were in a position where your life was in danger I'm gonna need my cousins to be okay now right. with that being said having a misdemeanor like I mean my sister had a misdemeanor you know, she had a worn out for her arrest, and I remember applying because I, I I always forget if I said told everybody that I'm a twin. I'm pretty sure I did. So me and my twin mm-hmm. have similar names, like similar spelling. We have the exact same initials, and now that she's engaged and I'm married, we'll continue to have the same initials. Um, and I applied for a job at the police station. They ended up right. running somehow away her information and found a warrant that nobody knew about and was gearing up Mm -hmm. to transport me back to the area because that, you know, that was the law and whatnot. And when they showed me that I had this so-called warrant and this, and my so-called 
photo of my ID. I'm like, that doesn't even look like me. And they were all like, right. yes, it kind of does. And I'm like, I mean, because that's my twin, but like, obviously, that her driver's license says she's four and a half inches taller than I am. Like, I'm pretty <laughs> right. sure y'all would be able to notice that sort of difference. She's the same height as you, and I'm clearly not the same height as you. So, I mean, right. I don't think it, that would be a justification for anybody. I mean, for people to run, yes, because who who doesn't run? It just seems like that's somebody's reaction. Like they, I don't want to get in trouble. Let me run away. Why they run away? I yeah, if you have Do warrants. Gotta- yeah, if you have warrants. I've heard people say all the time, "I ain't going back to jail." You know, who's to say he if he's been to jail? I don't know. I don't really know too much of his background. You know, right, but. Some people will out will Just, outrace the the police to avoid getting speeding tickets. Now, my thing right. is, there's there's a, a a limit and there's a level. Like he has a misdemeanor for something really small, like nothing nothing huge. It ain't like he had a misdemeanor for beating his mama up or something like some crazy like that. So it's like if he got away. To me, I always think, like, would I be able to function in society knowing that somebody like him is out there? And yeah, I sure would. I would sleep well at night knowing that somebody who had a misdemeanor for poor weapon handling was out. I would be okay with that. Now, there be people that be murderers for a long time and they run away and be gone for years. So the fact that these police officers be like, so intense like I, I gotta get the bad guy I gotta gotta get him like one right. calm down calm down there are right. way worse people out there in the world and y'all are letting them yeah. go free every single day the guy who was murdering all those women back he was a white man he talked the police officers out of uncuffing him mm-hmm. like that, that be the thing that just blows my mind with the police officer and, and speaking of blowing my mind with the police officer, did you hear that the police officer who shot Jacob Black went back to work? Jacob Blake? Yeah, Jacob, yeah, Jacob Blake. Sorry, what? I said Black. Blake. Wow. Wait, you said the officer is back working? Yeah. The, gosh, oh, what was his gosh. name? He went back to work. He's not going to be charged with anything. Um, They say he was acting within the scope of his job. Which, I'm going to be honest, his is the only one I could actually see this happening for. Because he went in his car and nobody could tell what he was doing. He could have done anything. He did it, but he could have. So I can actually right. see that. That is the yeah, only and I think scenario. he And I think he had a weapon, supposedly, a knife or something like that. Yeah, I mean, either wow. way, he went with beyond view. Like, you couldn't see what he was yeah. doing. And they was trying to stop him, pulling his shirt and everything. In in my um, old position, when I worked at a juvenile detention center, when people, when you were intervening somebody, if they walked behind like a door where they was outside of where everybody could see, it was grounds for re- restraint because we can't tell what right. you're about to do because we can't see you. Right. So right. I can see that obviously these kids didn't really have much behind closed doors mm-hmm. um, for the most part. Some of them did and you know mm-hmm. you, you wouldn't want to be caught in those situations but for the most part they did it. So I can understand mm-hmm. why that was a safety concern. Now 
Do I mm. think officers need some sort of lesser lethal weapon? Yes, especially when they're patrolling black neighborhoods because it seems like they're getting more and more caught doing the mm-hmm. wrong thing. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know about the, the less lethal weapons. I mean, I think they should keep the weapons that they have. I just think they need to be able to, uh, they need the right training. They need the right training. The training needs to be uh, revised. The training needs to be revised. Um, not even so much revised. Well, yeah, revised. And I think they need to be training like once a week, period. It should be like a mandatory class that they go to every week or or at once a month. Um, I don't really know how the academy works or just when you work for the police department, how much training they actually give them even after they're hired and they're out in the field. But I definitely feel like more training needs to be, be done um, frequently. Like how they do in the army when you have to uh, do those tests, you know, those um, physical tests, those PT tests, you know, when you actually have to show and, and, and show that you still can endure and you have the stamina. I think police officers need to do that too. It's a lot of fat, fat ass police officers out here that need to be training for that. That's kind of off subject, but we need that too. And then uh, secondly, I think they need to be training more, uh, they need to be trained more on how they use guns and different scenarios and the world is changing. So maybe in this type of scenario, you might want to do X instead of Y, you know, so it, I think they can keep their, keep the weapons that they have. It's just more training because it's, it's some, uh, it's some savages out here. So they need to keep those weapons. So you saying a, a less lethal weapon, I mean, they had to have like three or four different weapons on their hip. I think the taser and the gun well, is enough. I seen, I mean, I seen it's some, enough. I seen some uh, officers shoot a guy with rubber bullets, and you know that's yeah. not as uh, as dangerous <laughs> as it is to have. the ta- the taser and rubber bullet. I mean, the taser and the gun, in my opinion, is enough, but they need to be trained. Okay, if you see a kid in a park that looks like they're carrying a gun, this is what you would do instead of this. If you see I mean, just all the scenarios in the world that you see now with black men. Like, I, I really feel like the training needs to be revised. That's just in my opinion. Um, but I definitely didn't know that Jacob Blake's uh, shooter was um, back at work. Um, I can kind of understand. Uh, I kind of get it, you know, because I did watch a little clip of that video um, where he did kind of go out of eyesight. You couldn't see anything. And he was reaching down into his car. And my first thought, just being a civilian, I was like, damn, what is he reaching for? So just imagine a police officer. I mean, that's, you know, now the thing that gets me is the seven shots. That was a little, that was a bit much. That's way too excessive. That was a bit much. Like, and it's in his back. So, you know, I would hope that a police, police officer would know a shot in the back is is you already hitting that you you hitting the person's spine? That's like an automatic. That person ain't even gonna be able to turn around. Like you shoot somebody in the back. That's why they have laws about shooting somebody in the back. Like the way that hit that that hits against that spine. That's why he's paralyzed now. So seven shots. That's what's getting me. 
the seven shots, like why you had to pull it seven times. I get why you did what you did, but seven times mm-hmm. and you just gonna keep going. You see him look the first and second shot, that man is already laying down. I mean, he's not moving, so you just gonna keep shooting him. He he's not moving. So after the fourth shot, you see he's still not moving. You're gonna keep shooting him. After the fifth shot, you're just gonna keep going. That's my thing. Yeah, so I I just don't wanna I don't wanna drag that on because the more and more I talk about that, I'ma just I'm going to keep making myself mad and keep getting irritated, you know. So with that being said, I mean, like I said, I, I understand why the officer did what he did. The the shots over over one time it was just too much for me. But last but not least, I want to jump right into this one because this is a really big one. It's been 14 days. As you guys know, Derek Chauvin, the man that um, killed George Floyd, is currently on trial. And Tish, have you been watching the trial lately? Um honestly I caught it? I caught the beginning. Like um yeah when the when the off duty EMT person was there and she was crying up there on the stage. You know, I got all I had to relit that and get emotional. But the defense right. I have not caught anything but the recaps. Like I only catch it when they um mm-hmm you know, are telling you it on the, telling you what happened for today, part of the trial. And right. there's a good reason why I haven't watched that because it'd be making me mad, but, mm-hmm. but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've actually, what was crazy. I didn't even, I didn't really watch too much of the prosecutor's end of it uh, where like his, his family, his girlfriend, all of that got up on the stand. Cause basically how they're feeling is how the world is feeling about this George Floyd stuff. So I didn't really get into that part. I really wanted to see what the defense would be talking about. So I've been actually following the um, defense side where they brought in like all of these cardiologists, other uh, police officers that dealt with like excessive force. Um, They called in, just all type of people that, I mean, they, they interview some of the same people or question some of the same people that were on the prosecutor side. Um, and it was kind of going back and forth. But my main thing with this, the evidence is there. If you actually watch the full George Ford video, even if you just watch when he's literally on the ground and he's crying out that he couldn't breathe. If you watch that and watch the officer, you already, you already can see that he's guilty. But What's tripping me out is that the defense is, one, trying to make it seem like George Floyd's health has something to do with it. Second, they're trying to play him out like he's a drug addict and the opioids uh, cause for him to have the health problems that he's having or that he had. And that's why he ultimately died that day. Uh, And they're bringing out like all type of like. Of course, they interviewed the, I mean, I interviewed, but questioned the the coroner. And I'm telling you, like, the defense was asking all type of questions, like, well, what was in the system? Um, he was, they was, like, asking a cardiologist, okay, an enlarged heart, what is a definition and what is the terms of an enlarged heart? And, like, they would compare a normal-sized heart compared to George Floyd. So, so they're, they're literally trying to make it, like, 
George Floyd's health is the reason. Then they like went back into his history of like his first, like one of his other arrests, like back in 2018 or 19, um, where you could hear someone saying, spit that out your mouth as, as if he had like this long ongoing drug use, you know, and basically just to sum it up, they're trying to make it seem like the drugs caused his heart issues and because of his heart issues that's why he died that day and it's tripping me out because i'm sorry to cut you off it tripped me out because the cardiologist that they pulled on the defense and questioned he said if Derek chauvin wouldn't have done what he what he did george floyd would still be alive they didn't predict or see in his autopsy that he was going to have a heart attack the next day or the day after or that or that day. So that enough, like if I was a juror, that that enough, I'd be like, yeah, he's guilty. So very interesting. I mean, Tish, I, I mean, what do you I feel like? I feel like when I watch this uh, and it's like the same song and dance over and over each time. Mm-hmm. Like, it's always something the dead did for the reason why they died. And yep. had they not done what they did. And to me, George Floyd lost his life over $20. Like, it was never yep. that serious. Mm-hmm. Nothing he did that day was serious enough for anybody to lose their mm-hmm. life. Like, anybody. And regardless mm-hmm. of the fact that he did drugs. Um, Who cares? It, who cares? <laughs> who like, cares? Like, like I hate to say that because I feel like people definitely shouldn't do drugs, and I'm not saying that he's okay because he did drugs or none of that. Because I feel like yeah. you know, eventually that's gonna lead to your own self. You know, you, you know, we supposed to be self preserving people, but it don't like you know when you do drugs, how can you be? So right. I definitely feel like over time, yeah, he could have uh, something could have happened because he did a lot of drugs, but what the officer did point blank is what caused him to die and what's so sad is that every time I think about him I think about how he said oh man I'm not ready to die like it was like he just knew that that was gonna be the last day and and it's it's heartbreaking because you watch it on the news play over and over again he like please don't kill me please don't kill like he's begging them before they even get him out of the car and it's like all the officers right. in the entire country should understand why that would have happened. Like, you don't see right. every day in the news a black cop shot another black person. All you ever see is these white people killing black people. And it may right. be to me because they don't understand the type, the, the mindset that goes through when somebody gets pulled over, like by one right. of them. Personally, right. well, it's just it's heartbreaking that that that's yeah. like that now it's like they spitting on his grave to say, well, it was his fault. It wasn't well, he definitely, fault. It was his fault. Well, what I can say, the prosecutors that's trying to prosecute Derek Chauvin, whatever, however you say his name, they're doing a really good job too. Like the defense is coming with some shit, but whenever they put those uh the the people on the stand to testify, those prosecutors, you know, those questions that come after the, the, the defense questions or mm-hmm. uh, they go back and forth. They cross examine. So with the prosecutor cross examining these so-called witnesses or uh, whoever, um, 
the prosecutor is coming back with fire too. Um, and I especially like that they continue to say, they continue to ask, like they have like these back uh, specialists and they're like, okay, where was the knee? And if you looked at this video, because they make all of the examiners look and all of the doctors look at all of the, the video between George Floyd and Derek, and they'll say, was he resistant? They keep asking, was he resistant? Would you consider that this is resistant? Because that's what Derek is, is riding on. He was resistant. He was resistant. But, you know, we're going to definitely have to see how this is going to play out. Um, I definitely feel like he need to be convicted. At the fullest extent, maximum, fullest. maximum, the, the max, the max uh, Throw penalty. The whole book at him. If it, if it's if it's five uh, to to one hundred and seventy five years, he need to get one hundred and seventy five. I'm not saying that those numbers are accurate, but he needs to get all of them. You know, um, because like I said, if you li- look at the video, this man murdered this man. So, you guys, this has definitely been a devastating show for us today. A very heart wrenching one. Um, honestly, we're just tired of seeing this in the news. We're tired of hearing about it. Uh, I, I definitely thank the protesters out or any people that's just protesting in a, in their community, in their homes or however you're protesting. We do thank you guys because we are getting fed up with this. We would definitely love to hear your comments, concerns. If you guys want to just pay your respects, um, send us some messages. Um, we definitely appreciate you guys listening and taking the time. Leave us some comments. You know where to find us on our email, not your average show 50 at gmail.com. Or you can follow us on Instagram and not your average show underscore. We definitely love to hear from you guys. And the ones that are listening that have been affected by everything that's in the news, our prayers go out to you guys. Also, our prayers go out to the families that have just lost uh, a loved one again, unfortunately. And at the end of the day, I just hope that these officers get convicted. And I hope justice is served. And until next time, you guys, thank you guys for listening. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.